Welcome to my podcast, D Sharp Thoughts, a podcast about strong women with some sharp thoughts and great inspirational stories. I'm Diana Shark, your host, an empowerment and resilience coach for women. Today's episode is brought to you by D Sharp Coaching Services. We work with women to help them gain greater clarity around their purpose, redefine their goals, rediscover their voice, and execute in a more strategic way through our personal development and career coaching services. Most women will admit that there's nothing like having a good girlfriend who's more like a sister, someone you can share the most intimate details of your life with, someone you can cry with, someone you can laugh with, celebrate wins with, someone who inspires you with their own story of grace, courage, and strength. Today, I'll be talking to one such inspiring sister, Shanique Davis. Shanique Davis is a Christian Jamaican woman who is zealous about the Lord. She believes that obedience to God plays an integral part of our life and living the full and living the life of fruitfulness and fulfillment is only possible after you've done the will of God. That is addressing the inconsistencies of the inner man. Shanique's first book, Breaking Your Barriers, Change on Healthy Life Cycles and Unravel the True You is her lead manual in successfully breaking barriers wherever she goes. Her ministry is Talk Truth Series, a platform for equipping her fellow authors in building their brand while bringing awareness to their message. She's married and her main aim is to become the woman God created her to be. Welcome to my podcast, Shanique. And thank you for having me, Diana. Every single time I hear that bio being read, I wonder if, if that's still me or if it's somebody else. Honestly, I wonder if that's a superwoman because it's not the Shani that I was very used to. But thank you so much for having me. And I'm glad to be here. Amazing. It's the God in you. It's just the grace of God in you and working through you. And, and that's amazing. Um, so I welcome you to my podcast. I feel honored to have you here and to share space with you. Tell our listeners, who is Shanique? How do you describe yourself? Well, Shanique Davis is a very, I don't want to say shy, but very reserved young woman. I, when I get the opportunity to speak, I open up my big mouth and I talk very loudly. I am very helpful. I consider myself a generous person because I always want to see other persons doing well. Yeah. So a part of breaking barriers for me is to just come out and make others feel important in breaking their barriers. A part of me is giving to people what I didn't get before I got to this place. And that's just who I am. I let others know that they can shine too. That's phenomenal. That's an amazing place to be and an amazing value to hold on to. You're being for somebody else, what, what you didn't have. Um, I think that's just so, so amazing. Thank you for creating that space for women and a lot of people who don't have a voice. Um, and recently, not just women, all authors, sorry. Uh, recently, you had me on your platform and I had a phenomenal time. Phenomenal time. I had so much fun. 
Um, and you asked me a series of 10 mini questions and I loved it. I absolutely loved it. And I shared with you that I'd be incorporating that into my own um, style and I have. Um, I, I find them to be so relaxing. And we learn a little bit more about you beyond the business and beyond the book. And so my first of those many questions are, what is your favorite color? My favorite color has to be blue. Nice. Any shade of blue is me. And I'm so obsessed with blue. My cushions in my couch is blue. My couch is blue. And I, I've always told myself that when I have a son, he is going to that true blue school up there by Ligani. Nice. <laughs> yeah, that's me. True blue. What is your favorite food? Favorite food has to be turkey neck. And that's actually the first thing I learned. My mother taught me how to cook it. And from then, every week I have to, you know, every week or every other week, I have to have some turkey neck. Nice. What's one place you would love to travel to? I've always said for a couple of years now, I would love to go to Florida yes. because I've heard that the climate there is similar to Jamaica. We have some similar attitudes, you know, Florida people yes. don't really take things seriously, just like Jamaica. And my grandmother, one of my favorite persons in the whole wide world is there. She raised me actually. And I've always wanted to go there, especially to visit her. Yeah, and that's a, that's a nice can-do, an easy can-do. So yes, I hope you do get to experience that very soon for both business and pleasure. Lots of speaking engagements are also in Florida. So I really hope those doors open up for you. What's one career you would pursue if you had to do life all over again, or if you made that choice today? What's one career you'd love to pursue? All over again? I know. It's a tough choice because there were two things that I told my mother I wanted to do growing up, and that was dentistry. Yes. And I wanted to be a flight attendant. Yeah. So I love smiling or laughing, whatever. And the first real job I actually got was at a call center. And, you know, the amazement was me being on an account that, you know, dealt with dental insurance. So wow. that was, yes. you know, a, a similar field for me and never traveled before. And like I said, I'm still hoping that, you know, one day I can get to meet people and talk to them and serve them and make them smile and ask, you know, do you need anything else? Yeah, <laughs> something like that. Yes, amazing. And you, the world is open for you and you're pretty, pretty young. Um, so you never know where, where life is going to take and where your journey is going to take you. But those are two good ambitions and two things you could actually work in different ways, right? Um, lots, of, lots of stewards fly in the sky and take your people. And then there are stewards on the ground who do different work um, in different kind of jobs. So um, those are some good pursuits. Um, another little personal one. What do you love most about marriage? What? Um... <laughs> That's the first I've ever been asked that question. Mm. The thing I love most is having a companion. Yes. I'm a loner. Let me just say that I enjoy my own company. But the best thing about marriage is actually having somebody to grow with, 
somebody to guide me somebody that can give me counsel when i need advice yes yeah that's that's the best part having a companion to share stuff with every time you grow and you learn you have somebody to share it with somebody to build a life with yeah that's amazing that's a good thing right um tell us about some other things you enjoy doing what are your passions your likes the people and things that bring you joy most recently to answer that question my husband said to me you know I think you aren't in the corporate world for a reason and I said to him how come why would you say something like that and he said I know what you love I have been watching you and he said to me that I've seen the amount of hours you put into your talk show the hours that you put into your books, the hours that you put into helping people, you know, getting to solutions. So from time to time, persons would ask me about editing, persons would ask me about how to write and what kind of things they think I, I think they shouldn't be doing and should be doing. And he said, that is really, I see that that's what you're passionate about, helping people and teaching people the importance of learning um, and not a lot of people love books. And I, I, was, I was one of those people. I didn't love books. As a young girl, when my husband, before we got married, when he bought me books for our anniversary and, and birthday, I hated every second of it. I remember when my coworkers, my friends came to me and said, Shanique, how is he reading this book? I said, yeah, this is my birthday gift. What? What do you mean? Like, this is what Kemar got you for your birthday? Yes. And I had to pretend as if it was the most amazing thing. But Diana, I did not understand that he probably saw something in me that I didn't realize at the time. And so he broke me into learning, especially in reading. So I spend a lot of quiet time, you know, getting into words. I love words when words are put together and I love writing the most. So I write more than I speak. And he said to me, this is what your calling is for real reading, writing, and helping persons to grow in that field, the self-help world. Yes. There are so many things that people can, you know, do to improve their living, but they just need to find a way to do it. And I, I would encourage a lot of people to just start that way. That's how I broke out of fear. The first book I actually read and enjoyed I got it on a bookship. Um, I can't remember the name. That bookship comes to Jamaica what, every four years. And I bought Living Courageously by Joyce Mayer. Yes. And let me tell you, I read it once, twice, thrice. And it, it spoke to me because fear was my biggest challenge. And today I am doing what I've always been afraid of, talking to people. I was afraid of talking to people. I was afraid of expressing myself. And today I'm doing more of that. And I'm passionate about what I'm doing. So yeah, that's that's me. Wow. And you're doing it well. Um, you're living courageously, working courageously, inspiring others. Um, and there are greater things ahead for you. You're just getting started and it's going to be an amazing ride. So keep at it. I'm just so happy for you and happy that you had your husband to pour into you and to show you um, the benefits of a whole new world in books. 
um, and to help you fall all over again in love with learning and lifelong learning. Um, so congrats on that. Congrats on finding your purpose, um, walking in it and living out your purpose, um, which is to help others. Um, what makes you feel inspired? Where does your inspiration come from? My inspiration comes when I have quiet times, when I have my devotion yeah. and I meditate on a scripture, like, you know, a Bible study, Bible story, I'm supposed to say a Bible story about somebody who came out of nothing. For example, Joseph yeah. or even Moses who said, you know, God, I can't speak. Why are you calling me to lead this great nation of people who are, are going to be depending on me to be their leader, to be their guide, to tell them what to do? I can't do it, God. It's not me. I'm not bright. I can't speak. Do me a bigger God. Send Aaron because I cannot do it. <laughs> These are the things that inspire me. And when I see how God takes our limitedness, our inadequacies, our little insecurities and uses them. And, you know, he surprises me every day when I see people doing the things that I'm doing. For example, I might put up an encouragement and I see that persons are literally walking in it and they're not, a lot of people are not saying Shanique, this and that, but I see things that are being done day by day because I'm stepping out yes. and I am so grateful for the opportunity. I never saw myself as having influence, but there is one thing when you come out and do what you're supposed to do, it does have a great impact. It's like a yes. ripple effect yes. on, on the world. Imagine you're called like Moses to lead Israel out of bondage and you sit down and complain and not move at all and say, God, I can't do it. It's the people who think of themselves less than, the people who don't see power in themselves that God yes. really wants to use. The, all, the songwriter said, all the never get it right and all the not quite. These are the kind of people that actually have some of the greatest impact in the world. The people who were more fearful than, than Daniel, the yes. people who were more fearful than David, who are little and puny and people thought they were insignificant. These are the kind of things that inspire me and help me to believe and remember that, you know, nothing is impossible. God can just take up somebody and use them no matter where you're from, no matter who your parents are. It doesn't matter if you didn't have the money, if you don't have the subjects. It doesn't matter who believe in you or not. You can do anything. And when I read these things, and people might say, oh, it's just a Bible story. It's more than that for me because these are historical facts yes. of, of proven miracles, things that have been done. And you know, um, Solomon, King Solomon said, nothing is new under the sun. Nothing. So if people have been doing some of the things before that we are saying today, oh, I'm afraid. <laughs> that doesn't make sense because it can be done. You're afraid, but do it anyway. And I remember I was listening earlier to one of your most recent podcasts with Stacey Ann Smith, and she was saying that a lot of the people that are impacting the world and the nation today, they were once very fearful, but they went past that fear 
and they did it. A lot of people don't, people don't care about your fears. No. That's what I've learned. They don't care about your insecurities and how much, how short you think you are. For me, how nappy I think my hair is. Nobody cares. What they are seeing is the beauty and the potential that can come from what you have. I don't know if I'm sounding like I'm preaching, but listen, these are the kind of things that really speak to me. They speak the loudest. Yes. And these things come to fall into my spirit at the quietest times. So even in your quietness, there is a noise. Yes. And that noise has to has to come with a lot of sense. And it's like a wake up for me. So when I see these things, I am beyond inspired. It's a call to action for me. And I just want to step out myself and do a lot of things. So I don't hold back the next generation. I don't want to rob anybody like um, Dr. Miles Monroe said that. When we die, we, we should not contribute to the wealth of the, the graveyard. Don't steal from the next generation. Do something and leave a legacy so that other people can benefit. And that's, oh, that's my inspiration. Powerful, powerful, powerful stuff. Um, a young lady who is inspired by God, inspired by the books of the Bible, the characters of the Bible, their leadership traits, their inadequacies, their limitations, but how God used that to powerfully impact the world. World, As you spoke, one of the words that came to my mind was just impact. You are having an impact, not just influence. Influence is when others just do what we do. But impact is when you change them for the better and not just to do what we do, but to go beyond that and to work on changing themselves, um, which is really, really awesome. How do you define faith, courage and resilience? And what does that look like for you each day? Wow, that's that's a very big question. Yes. Faith, courage and resilience. For one, I remember the scripture in, in Hebrews that says, Faith is a substance of things hoped for, which means faith is the, the, the mass or the buildup, the things that amount to, right? So it's a substance of things hoped for, which means they're not yet here, but we can see them in the distance. Even if we have to stand on somebody's shoulder, there is still vision of what is to come, vision of possibility, vision for potential. And the faith and the courage and the resilience is you having something to hold on to. It's, it's when God places that tug on your heart. And for some reason, you can't fully understand, but everything around you is pointing you in that direction. And you can see that, that small ray of hope that's beckoning to you every day. Your skills are lining up. It, it, it becomes something that, you know, as they say, it's your purpose. You can't resist it. You cannot explain it, but you know that that is what you're supposed to be doing. So that for me is my purpose. Let me put it at purpose. Faith, courage, and resilience is purpose for me because it calls you beyond your limits. It calls you beyond every barrier of doubt, every fear, every struggle, every, every comparison, every weakness that you could probably find in yourself. 
it's that calling beyond to do greater. And even with the little obstacles that come up in your way, because we will have obstacles on the journey, you are going to press for it because there's a tugging in you to keep going no matter what until you see what you're going after. So you believe that something is out there for you and you are courageous enough to fight what would cause you to fear otherwise and go for your goal. Amazing. I, I can't add anything to that. Simply, simply amazing. What are some of the toughest moments you have had to go through personally where you demonstrated these values, where you had wow. to have faith, even when you couldn't see the end of the tunnel, you knew it was going to get better. You had to be courageous, even when you felt like this thing was bigger than me and resilient. You had to keep going when everything around you was saying stop. Yeah, that reminds me of when I had just resigned from my job of four years. I was at a call center and I remember things getting rough. That was like probably one of the roughest times of my life. And I handed in my resignation and I went home and I was saying, God, I'm going to trust you. Before that, a couple months before that July when I resigned, there was a tugging on me to write a book. But just like Moses and all the other people in the Bible who said they couldn't, this girl right here said she couldn't. And Gideon, just like Gideon, you know, when the angel said, you mighty man of valor, I, the angel had to tell Gideon three times, you know, confirm with him three times that yes, God is calling him. So I struggled with it. I didn't want to write anything because I didn't believe anybody would want to read it anyways. My self-esteem was down there. And when I left and I finally got the chance to finish the book and I started believing that, you know, maybe this is actually God who wants me to do it. So let me do it, Diana. Hmm. I remember having a lot of trouble with the graphic designer. Yes, we fall right out. Problem, yeah. problem, problem, problem. We couldn't get along. And I remember he provoked me to the point where I said to my husband one morning, you know, this guy really wants me to, Not to get crazy, right? He doesn't he want me to lose it. But I am not going to go back to the Shanique that I was in the previous years because by that time, I was making up my mind never to go back to that place because I was a, a, an angry girl, angry bird, angry girl. And I got to the point where uh, we have some even financial difficulties and we couldn't afford to pay for the editing. And I said to my husband, why don't we sell this TV because we're not watching it. And I am not about to start and start and stop another time. I have to finish this job because God said I must do it. I mean, I go pray and say, God, please send the money. I am selling this television because I am not going to start and stop. That was a trend for me. And we sold the TV, Diana, and I paid the editor. Wow. True, true resilience, true resilience. You don't get any better than that. Oh my God. Investing in yourself, fighting and funding your own goal. That's the way to go. Keep going, Shemi. Listen, 
I said, if God told me to do it, I was not going to make any more excuses in my life. This is one thing I'm not going to start and stop. I've started, I, I do the start and stop too many times. I've lost count. And this was one thing I was willing to see through no matter what. And my husband was the one who was there with me through it. And he commended me and said, Shanique, I don't know. I, I've never seen, this is a new person. He probably didn't even recognize me because I was a changed woman after that because I was so determined to finish the job. And one of the things that really held me out was when I went to bed one night and I got a dream that I was climbing up a ladder and my hands got so weak and I was so tired, almost breathless. And I stopped halfway on the journey and I said, let me just look back to see how far I'm coming from. You see, when I look back down the ladder, I see, I don't, I can't even tell you how many people were behind me waiting for me to get to the top of the ladder. There was this stretch that I really couldn't reach. I said, God, my hand I'm tired. I'm going to take a break. But when I looked down and saw the amount of persons that I was before, I said to myself, I'm not going to hold back anybody. So I was determined to finish this because I didn't want people to not be able to break barriers or come out of their shyness and reluctancy and do the things that God is calling them to do. People have started businesses because of this. And I could not, I could not keep it any longer. I couldn't hold it. So that for me also was one of the things that really held me on that long stretch and I had to complete the task. Wow, simply, simply powerful. And I'm happy you completed the task. And it has brought us to this important place now where we can talk about the book. Tell us more about the book, Breaking Your Barriers. So there are barriers in our lives. How do we go about breaking them? So the title of your book is Breaking Your Barriers, Change Unhealthy Life Cycles and Unravel the True You. Now, that's a powerful title. That's a truly, truly, truly powerful title. Can you walk us through the three pieces, how we break the barriers? How do we change this unhealthy life cycle? And how do I unravel the true full potential and the true Diana? Talk to us. You have lots of time. Don't feel wrong. <laughs> Take us through everything. We really want to just chew on this because it's good stuff. It's good food. Um, so talk to us about your book. Yes. So breaking barriers is, first of all, a barrier is the point of concentration of power that keeps us from moving forward. So anything that has you in one place and you find that you're running and hitting and hitting and hitting and you go so far and no further, that is actually a barrier. And these are the things that we allow to hold us back. So when I first got that um, title, I thought about it. And the thing that really stuck out with me was every year when we have these things that we plan called New Year's resolution. And in the hype of the new year, everybody would have their list and what they were going to do and what they were not going to do. Some people wanted to drop some toxic friendships. People wanted to start businesses. People wanted to change their diet. People want relationships, all sorts of things. And midway into the new year, 
we stop. We either start comparing ourselves to people, we get fearful, we don't have the money, all the excuses in the world. And we just leave it there until New Year's resolution time again. And so for me, I wanted to break that wall, that wall that we would put up to say, you know, you, I, I cannot do this. I can't go any further. This is too much for me to handle. Break down that wall. And then we can get to um, touch on the cycles, which are the things that we keep on repeating over and over and over that have become so unhealthy we've lost ourselves in defeat we've lost ourselves in defeat a lot of times and some people are not so willing to admit it but it's happening if you have a one-on-one -on -one with 80 percent of the people you meet it's a constant battle with regret and they regret because they feared stepping beyond something that that held them bound. And so when you address those cycles, you start creating a new normal for your life, a healthier kind of normal, a normal that says, I can do something that I've told myself I couldn't do. The teacher said I would never get this far. My mother said I wouldn't come to anything, even though I'm her child. And uh, one lady said to me, her mother said to her, if you were a foal, I wouldn't cook you. <laughs> that's how serious our defeat level is coming from and once we address some of these inconsistencies some of these inadequacies insecurities whatever you call them limiting thoughts of defeat you can you start to unravel your true self so in the midst of a fearful person, there is somebody very bold on the inside, somebody who is very resilient. And once you get a taste of success or a taste of what lies beyond your fear, listen, you're going to want to go all out because no I turning used to be back. So no turning back. talking yeah. to people. And I find that the more I do it is the more I enjoy doing it. It's the more I'm learning do you know how many things you're holding yourself back from because you don't want to step out? And so everything that has you bound is a barrier. Everything that you repeat becomes a cycle. It becomes a no-brainer. What if we changed all of that? Just change it and turn it into something that we can actually benefit from something that even others around us can benefit from. Those are some of the, the feedback that I've gotten. I, I've known that you are always this person, but something changed, really, really changed. And I like it. Yes. So look out for that. And that is so important. You don't want to stay one way the rest of your life. What is the point of just being born a baby and remaining a baby? If, if the doctors were to check you out, they'd say something is wrong, right? So we have to change. We have to get better and become better people and get what we deserve. Amen. Powerful, powerful, powerful stuff. Help, help someone today to identify some of the barriers um, we're facing to live out our true purpose. What are some of the barriers in our way? Some of the barriers would include for the mental part is you doubting yourself. Doubt is one of the most popular ones. Um, some of the other barriers would include comparison with others, bitterness, 
I have had to forgive even when I didn't want to. Forgiveness is one of those. Um, feeling jealous, greed, that thing called pride. Yeah, uh-huh. Those are some of the things that hold us back from time to time. And if we don't understand the importance of improving our living, these things are going to cost us. It's very expensive to be holding on to a lot of these things. You lose friendships, you lose connections, you lose opportunities when you're very shy. Listen, you miss out on so much that this world has to offer. And I'm not talking about worldly living and being vulgar. I'm not talking about that. I'm talking about the good stuff, the good things that life has to offer. We miss out because there's something blocking us from meeting a destiny helper because you're shy, because you don't talk to people, because you're very unkind. The people that are supposed to be in your life start drifting away from you. It's, it's, it, it becomes a whole baggage. And at some point you're going to become very frustrated with how your life is going. I was getting very tired. And I wanted a difference. And even though I was so used to being that negative person, I had to make up my mind. This is the thing. You have to make up your mind. In order to be better or get better at anything at all, you have to be very intentional or else you're not going to go the long mile. You're not going to go. Um, go the, the 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 full length of the journey you're going to stop halfway into the race powerful powerful stuff if we don't address the barriers the self-limiting beliefs the negative thinking um some of our practices or habits if we don't address those they stand in our way and we just keep pushing up against them and it keeps stopping us each time so unless we deal with them and break them demolish them remove them and work on building new healthy habits, we're not going to grow. Simply, simply um, powerful stuff. Um, Shanique, becoming an author is a life-changing experience. How has your book changed your life? Um, thank you for that question. It has really kept me accountable. Yes. So I find that everything that I write, everything that I am telling persons or encouraging other people to do, I have to make sure that all my ducks are in a row. Not that I'm perfect and I always get it right. I learn every day, but I have to make sure that I am practicing what I preach yeah. or else my message will be of no effect. People are not going to take me seriously. And it's not just a title, but it's actually something very humbling for me. It reminds me that God can use anybody yes. and you can, you have the capacity to do everything that God has called you to do. You just have to step out. Powerful, powerful encouragement. You have the capacity to do everything God has called you to do. You just have to step out in faith and believe that God can and God will and God is. So he's everything for you and he will keep you. Simply, simply amazing. Where can we get copies of the book? You can get copies on Amazon. There is the ebook for $7.99 and the paperback for $15.99.
for the persons in Jamaica, they can get it at Sangster's bookstores for $2,500 and Sangster's has several locations. They can also get it at Brands bookstores and York Pharmacy also for just $2,500. That's, that's good. That's good. So persons can get it online from Amazon.com and locally if you're in Jamaica, Sangster's, Brands bookstore and York Pharmacy. Awesome. So go ahead and grab a copy today. Break in your barriers, change unhealthy life cycles, and unravel the true you by Shanique Davis. Powerful, powerful stuff. What's next for you as an author? For me, I am still learning and growing. Yes. I want to be able to take it another step by, you know, coaching somebody, helping them to get to a level where they can be that person for somebody else just the same. I want to be able to be unbiased in everything that I do. And I don't want to be one of those people who cannot be reached because I am at this level. Yes. I still want to be humble. Wherever I go, I still want to be Shanique Davis, the one whom God has called to serve others. Amazing, amazing. What was 2020 like for you? What is one life impacting lesson that you learned in 2020? And how has that impacted your ministry? The way you do your book ministry, the way you do your speaking ministry, how has that changed your life? 2020 was rough, yeah. rough, 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 was a greater. And 2020, has taught me a lot but one of the main lessons that I've learned from you know being affected by COVID like everyone else is companionship is important we can never do without having even one person in our lives to relate to yes. and for the persons who are out there and believe that they are super people and they can get through it they're strong and i can't deal with people they're going to betray me let them betray you because the person that you are going to become because you are in a circle of people who are sharpening you by the day you know the bible said iron sharp iron listen that person <laughs> you cannot measure you cannot measure the joy that person is going to have. You cannot measure it. So I've learned the meaning of companionship. I've learned that we do need people to get to where we're going, even if you feel as if you're being used, even if you feel like people are taking advantage of your kindness, people are disrespectful, but people are very important and you just have to find a way to love them. Just find a way to see the good in them, give them the benefit of the doubt and love them as they are. If they leave, they leave. Wow. That's, that's a really good way to go through life and a really, it's a really life changer and impactful way to see people, just to see people exactly as who they are and to love them anyway and to help them to become better if you can. Um, but by no means to harm them or even to reject them, but to just accept them as they are. And just by your influence and by me measure of just being close to them, um, hopefully that will transform their lives. Or we take them as they are and they're good people who love us back. 
and then we have some great relationships, but that's powerful. Companionships and relationships are key. At a time when many are struggling mentally, emotionally, financially, and physically, what message of hope would you like to share with them? How can others build faith, strength, courage, and resilience? I would like to say that for the persons who want to build faith, courage, strength, and resilience, pray. Have a relationship with God and believe in every ability that he has given you. He has taken you so far yes. and he has farther to take you he's the one who has always been there in your ups and your downs times when you felt like you were failing more than anyone else could see God has been there so believe in God and believe that because he has you here on earth at this minute he has a purpose for you and don't give up on yourself no matter what happens love that person you look at in the mirror and tell them good things in spite of the pressures that come in this world. Tell yourself good things. Tell yourself that you are worthy of love. You are worth everything that comes to you that is good. And you are deserving of every blessing that God has bestowed on you. I don't care if you're too short. I don't care if you're black. I don't care who your parents are, where you work, how much money you make. You are very special and nothing can take that away from you. I've always said that you are a priceless investment. That's what I started telling people when I started breaking barriers. You are a priceless investment. And this is the reason why God has given you life. Yeah. He has given you his son. He wakes you up every morning. He provides for you. Every day might not be bright and shining with all the blessings and every opportunity, but you have life and God has invested a lot in you for you to let it go to waste. So by all means, bear in mind that you are a priceless investment and God loves you. You are loved and just love yourself and everything that makes you up and know that you are a very special person. You will make it no matter what. Amazing. You are a priceless investment. Shanique, as we wrap up this episode, remind us, where can we get copies of your book? Um, and if others want to work with you, how do we contact you? The books are available on Amazon and they are also available in bookstores in Jamaica, York Pharmacy, Sangster's Bookstores, and Brian's Bookstores. If you'd like to reach me or ask me any question about writing books, or if you'd like to contact me for a signed copy of my book, you can reach me at 876-839-6121 or on Facebook and Instagram at this Shanique, that's T-H-I-S, S-H-A-N-I-Q-U-E or Shanique M.J. Davis. Awesome, awesome, awesome. Shanique, do a plug for your, your series, your Talk Truth series. Where can we listen to episodes? And if persons would like to reach out to you, how can they contact you? For persons who would like to join or be a part of Talk Truth series and listen, you can find us on Facebook at Talk Truth series Talk Truth is spelled as one word and series a separate word. 
and we're on Facebook and YouTube and we stream on Tuesdays and Thursdays at 8.30 p.m. Jamaica time. And I just want you to know how how encouraging the episodes are, how down to earth, how real. You learn something every single day once you tune in um, on a Tuesday and on a Thursday. It's just such an impact that Shanique is making in the lives of others and in the lives of authors and helping them to build capacity um, and to build an audience and to build awareness around their brand. So Shanique, I just wanna thank you for doing that. As we close this episode, what words of hope do you want to leave with our listeners today? I want you all to know that you are very special and God made you so. You know, in learning primary school, we are here to learn and grow. You are a wonderful human being, no matter what mistakes you make. Once you are alive, anything, anything at all is possible. Believe in yourself and believe in God, and things will work out in the time that they should. Amen. Powerful stuff. Powerful stuff. It has been my pleasure talking with Shanique Davis, author, content creator, talk show host, speaker, coach, wife, and servant of the King. Thanks for listening to D-Sharp Thoughts podcast. This episode was sponsored by D-Sharp Coaching Services. If you know someone who's between the ages of 18 to 45 and who would benefit from my academic advising and career coaching services, please send me an email at dsharp2013 at gmail.com or a message via my website, dsharpthoughts.com, and I'd be happy to connect with you. Do show us some love by sharing our podcast. If you know someone who would enjoy a dose of sisterly inspiration, stay tuned for next week's episode when we talk to another sister who is just like you. Until next time, be kind to yourself and others.